This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, what do you love about hotels? Like, what's your favorite thing about staying in a hotel? 651-641-1071. This is The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And do not adjust your dial. This is Colleen Lindstrom. I'm filling in for the Bradley part of The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And thank you for taking me on this adventure, Dawn. Yes. Uh, But yeah, I'm wondering what people love about hotels. Oh, I really love hotels. I mean, because you don't have to clean. Yeah, right, like that's a big one. You don't have to clean up after I. But I do keep a hotel way more, way more organized than that's I keep fine. my house. Yeah, like I'm like shoes go here. Like I always mm-hmm. have them lined up nicely. Um, but I have been. I travel. <laughs> you travel a now. lot, <laughs> and uh, I love hotels. And one of the things I get the most excited about is hotel breakfasts. Oh, I always choose a hotel because with of the breakfast, right? But but it's never good. Like no. it's never good. So I don't know why I get so excited about it. But there's something just about knowing that there's a breakfast made for me just down the hallway. You just have to get up early enough. Sometimes right? I go back to sleep. Oh, I and I never <laughs> eat it in the space. No. I never sit there and eat it. You take the stuff and bring it back to your room, and then have your own breakfast in bed. Plus, when you have a family of four. Yeah. Five, sorry. Yes. Um, you are Sometimes saving- I forget to count myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're saving so much money. Oh, yeah. Yes. Even, even if they're just eating one of the muffins. Oh, and I've got, like, tricks. I'll tell you in a minute. But I... Because I want to get to you callers. You put it in your purse. I, there are things that I do to make it last, is all I'm going to say. Okay, oh, 651-641-1071. What's your favorite thing about hotels, about staying in a hotel? Uh, we've got Stacy on the line. stacy has been holding... Stacy, thank you for holding. What do you love about staying in hotels? Oh, the best part of staying in hotels is the bed being made right? for oh. me. And like tucked in with hospital a, corners. I don't have to make a freaking bed. Uh, <laughs> right? Stacy, high five. Yes. Right? And, and like, that's the biggest part of it. And I'm an avid traveler. So I I travel a lot. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. And they make them tight. Yeah, you have to loosen it up with your feet. Yeah, but that's the best part because you know you're sheets. not going to get all tangled up in the sheets. Stacy, high five. I, I feel that. Thank you for your call, Stacy. For me. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and let's go to Jeff. We've got Jeff on the line. Hi, Jeff. Jeff, what's your favorite thing about staying in a hotel? Well, there are two must-haves when I'm traveling. i got to have... A king size bed mm. with like four or five pillows. At least. And I got to have a constant fan. I got I need that noise. Yes, I yes. feel that. Yes. A king size bed with a lot of pillows mm-hmm. and yeah, I sleep. a fan. 
Yeah, and then and then like you, and then it's like sensory deprivation beyond also, that. Also, it's really dark. They have blackout oh, curtains yeah. usually, and that's yeah. what I love. You can sleep forever. Thanks, yeah. Jeff, for your call. Yeah. And I'm with you on that king size bed situation. And I have been known because I'm a pillow hoarder <laughs> to call because I'm like where wherever you keep the pillows, please visit that place and bring me more. Uh-huh. Like there, you cannot have enough pillows. You can't. And if there are two, if there are two queens, sometimes with MC, I just sleep in the other bed. Oh yeah, because then you don't have to like touch. Yeah, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you do you know what I mean? Out. It's like use the other bed. Yeah, because at my home bed, I have like my own divot in yeah. the like you know we've really worn our spots into the bed, and but in a in a in a visitor in a visiting bed a bed that we visit, mm-hmm. my husband has a tendency to go diagonal because he doesn't have the guide of his divot, <laughs> and so suddenly I'll have like feet on me, and I'm like that's not part of the agreement that we've made in <laughs> our marriage. Yeah. So please get your feet off the. Move, go back. Yeah, we have time together, and then we go into the separate bed yeah, sometimes. Sure. Yeah, if there are two, yeah, use it. Yeah, use you it. Paid for it, right? right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're not going to charge you more for no. messing up the other bed. Right, right. Uh, let's go to Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Jamie, what's the best part of staying in a hotel? Hot tub. Oh, oh okay. Hello. All right. Okay. So we're getting the upgrade. <laughs> Are you going to the suite with the hot tub? Oh in it? no, you're talking about like the actual hot tub in the pool area. Generally, okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's no, I feel enough. that that yes, because I will tell you this. My husband tells me this all the time. Having a hot tub at your home is very expensive because it, it takes a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and so you can borrow the hotels, and it is luxurious. Yes, I'm with you, Jamie. Thank you for your call. Um, I don't know if you know this. Bradley <laughs> hates hot tubs. Why? Yeah, he hates them. He thinks they're like germ central. <gasps> okay, um, Mike, write this down. Got it. I'm going to yeah, start talking about this. how much I love hot because yeah. I do. They're great. Mm. I don't understand because I think the germs die because it's so, so hot. Much it's like and it like boils everything away, right? Because you're in a boiling pot, <laughs> and it is like it's really highly chlorinated. Yeah, like you have to, yeah. or things will grow. Right. So, I didn't want to hear that. Okay, I, th- well. th- that word made me. But still, let's cool. bring up hot tubs as much as possible, Mike. Make a note Listen, of it. I can. I will. I can give you all kinds of information of things that you can use oh, against right. Bradley when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Thank you for holding. What do you love about staying in a hotel? Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Jen, Hello? are you there? Hi, Jen. Yes. What do you like about I'm staying in a hotel? Work. Sorry. That's it's okay. okay. I love hotels because I literally can lay in bed, eat food, watch TV, <laughs> topless, and just no one's judging me. And when I'm at home, I have to drink my coffee on a couch or a table. And you have to have a shirt on. And you have to have it like, yeah. But I can just like watch TV and lay in a bed yes. and not be judged. Right. Oh, because if you, yeah, if you get a crumb in the sheets, yeah. someone's going to remake the bed next Like the, the sheets are always clean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jen, I, yeah. you know what I wish for you? I wish for you <laughs> just mornings. a topless a hotel experience <laughs> uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Let's let Christine have the final word on this, uh, and then I'll tell you how to make your breakfast last. Yeah. Uh, Christine, what do you love about staying in a hotel? Yeah, I mine is similar to Jen, and I, topless. you know, just being at a hotel, 
You don't have to look around your house and think about all the five million things that you have to do. You're just laying there. You can, (laughs) your kids will leave the room if they're a little bit older, they're off with their friends and you're just, you can read or do whatever you want to do. I get it. Thanks, Christine. Thank you for your call. Okay, okay, tell us how to make that breakfast so, last. So again, I've got kids and travel baseball. So mm-hmm. we and we travel, travel like we go all over the country. And so, uh, one of the things that I have learned is how to you get your breakfast right. Yeah, but when you're there, like they don't, they're not like checking out what you're grabbing, right, or how much you're grabbing. Like <laughs> I will bring a full buffet back to the room, <laughs> but I will often grab a little thing of peanut butter, a little thing of jelly, some oh, extra, oh. Uh, some extra bread. Grab a couple things of fruit, some of the yogurt, you know, because they always have all the stuff. Yeah, and you have a fridge. And you have a fridge in the room. And then I just bring my BYO Ziplocs. <laughs> and then we got lunch. Oh, my gosh. I so know. You turn it into two meals. Of course. That's great. Sometimes three. Like, it depends, right? You can, if they've got hard-boiled eggs, you can grab those. You would maybe need to BYOM, bring your own mayo. Oh. But you can make some egg salad. <laughs> like, you're good to go. Wow. This is great. I like, just real quickly here, I do like the tiny coffee pot. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want, um, I want just one or two cups of coffee. I don't have a coffee pot at home. What? So, um, my boyfriend hates coffee. And so, That doesn't mean you can't have a (laughs) coffee pot. But I know he hates the smell of it, too. So, I go, I I mean, I didn't drink coffee for a long time, and then I started again. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just want that little, I don't want a Keurig. Mm-hmm. I just want that little cheap hotel. Yeah. Because I just like it. I get it. Yeah. You know, you could use that thing for more than just coffee, too. Listen, again, what? I have a whole Pinterest Soup. board of how to cook in a hotel room because we travel so darn much. <laughs> and five people, like, if we're all traveling together, that's like, you know, lunch gets to be like a dinner price oh tag. my god so to be able to no people can you can make like ramen in that thing yeah wow. oh yeah oh yeah oh, stick man. with me i that got is i got all kinds of tricks that is great well we are gonna talk about <laughs> you guys uh what did colleen think about harry's book spare it's peanut 115 hey my talkers bradley here you know i love being on the water more than most any place on the planet and that is exactly why i'm super excited to tell you all about my new friends at your boat club just think of those summer days on the lake with friends and family but absolutely zero hassle they take care of all the work you get to take care of all the fun literally you just show up boat and head home. It's that easy with your boat club. They have 30 locations across Minnesota. And not just Minnesota, they've also got locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and one place I'm super excited about, Florida. Your boat club, best of all, is family-owned and operated. They are not a franchise. They're going to offer you that same five-star service across each of their locations. And they've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. There is truly an option for everyone to enjoy the best your boat club has to offer discover the smartest way to boat today with your boat club that's yourboatclub.com tell them bradley sent you Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and we are having adventures even in the break. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley. Dawn is yourself. 
I am me. You are this you. This is the sound of my voice. Yes. It's true. Now, I understand. Now, I'm just going to, can I like lay this down exactly how it happened? Yeah. I was looking at your your show grid mm-hmm. and I said, what What does peen at 115 mean? <laughs> and you said. Exactly what you think. Well, if we have something like one of those to talk about, we put it at 115. And I was like, great. She's like, Dawn goes, but we don't have one today. And I was like, oh, oh, no, I do. I have a peen. <laughs> we can talk about it at 115. <laughs> okay, so, good. So, okay, so one of the things you had asked me about is if I'd read Spare. We made, made Mike read it too. Okay, he, he read did you it. read it or Love did you it. listen to it? We all listened to it, to okay. it on Audible. Yeah. So that's how I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I actually started with you guys when oh you started. I would, I would check in every once in a while, just kind of see where you guys yeah. were on it. But then um, I got, I don't, I don't know if I got tired of his voice or if I got, it just, I, there was so much left and I was like, oh, that just feels like a mountain to climb. And I just could, I decided to take a break on my journey with Harry. It took a lot longer than the two of them. Yeah. So today I was like, oh yeah, Don had asked if I'd listen to this. I should catch up with it. I should see what, so I start where I left off (laughs) and very quickly, very quickly, I am hearing about the Royal Todger. <laughs> <laughs> and mo- you can't believe it when you hear more it. More than I wanted to. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I There might be more discussion of it later. I The place where I met the Royal Todger <laughs> is when he's been at the North Pole and he got frostbite on his wiener. And I didn't want to know about it. And then he goes into some detail about... The style of his, yeah, um, Todger. I just like that word. It makes it sound so cute. Yeah. His Todger. Um, he the style how he's how how it's been styled. How styled. <laughs> and Harry style. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, and then um, he's talking about being at his brother's wedding with a frostbit. Todger. Todger and being uncomfortable. I'm like, well, yeah, I bet that would be uncomfortable. And that was, I got a little more intimate than I really needed to. Wait. And, and that he wouldn't talk about it with his dad, you know, because, you know. He doesn't talk about anything with his dad. What is he would you start talk with about it? Would you talk about it? I don't know, because I'm not a boy. Mike, would you talk about. Uh, not in depth. Not like, yeah. no. I but don't if think you so. had if frostbite happened, on your thing. Yeah, it'd be a fun. Be like, I mean, dude, it would be a story. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be worried. I don't know what happens. Did that that thing fall off if it's frostbite? Also, was he exposing it to the elements? Because I no. thought you could only get frostbite on exposed skin. Am I wrong? I don't know. Well, I think there was like there's another layer of protection that they usually use in those conditions. One would think. Didn't have so, so that extra uh, layer. Yeah. So understood. Was still uh, enough to Oof. do some damage. <laughs> it's now, like floating in a water bath. Is or there something. a permanent damage to the royal tower? Did you get far enough to where you heard about the? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Are, uh, Elizabeth I don't Arden? think so. No, I'm not there yet. Ah! Wait, what? <laughs> what does Elizabeth Arden do to his todger? Oh my gosh. Did he have to put makeup on it? <laughs> okay, you haven't yet. You haven't gotten there yet. No, tell me. Just just I sure? don't care. No, I'm not going to listen to the whole thing. Okay. I'm also listening to it on two times speed, so I sometimes <laughs> miss things. Okay. So, My mind wanders. What did she do to his... Not Elizabeth didn't do anything. Okay. Not Elizabeth herself. Okay, good. But Elizabeth Arden Cream he oh. used. Um, because his girlfriend Chelsea at the time... Or who yep. was it? Was it Chelsea? Sounds right, Mike? Yeah. Okay. I think so. so she was like, listen, let me... It'll feel better if you use this cream that'll help. It's very nice cream. He realizes as he is administering the um, Elizabeth the, Arden Cream... The cream? That... He starts to smell the cream, and it's his mother's hand cream. The same smell. Oh, gosh! So, yeah. No! No! So no. he's talking about memories of Diana as he's administering the cream. No! He's like, oh, this is the hand lotion. I, I recognize the smell. And then he goes into a memory about her, but he's still on the Todger. He's on Todger time. Okay, I- <laughs> I want Todger time out. <laughs> I if I'm, but that was the super awkward part of it. It's like no, don't combine those. So here's my actual. Okay, so if I can just zoom out from Todger talk for a second and talk about my general impressions thus far sure. of the memoir Spare, mm-hmm. uh, allegedly written by the hand of mm. Harry, oh, with a very good ghostwriter. I yeah, mean, he's but, great. But my thing about this is there are a few moments in it and maybe it's because I'm listening to him read it that I get like really bad secondhand embarrassment. Yes. Because I'm thinking to myself, if I were editing that and that came across my desk, I would say, you know, maybe we can maybe we don't have to be 100 percent honest about how you came across the scent of your mom's hand cream like maybe we could we don't need to bring the royal todger into the conversation it's a little too close together but there have been there have been a couple other stories that he's told where i've been like embarrassed for him like oh i i don't like you having to tell that story in this way Uh uh-huh right but but i can hear somebody saying like oh no you gotta include that story because you have to put a whole bunch of sensational stuff in there and that's because that's attention first yes yeah but i was not prepared for that yeah you weren't prepared for it and neither were we no that's not that was unexpected. That's something I say to my children sometimes when they do uh-huh. things that are slightly inappropriate. And that I don't want to show that I'm like very uh, disturbed by it. So I just go, well, that was unexpected. And that's how I feel about Todger time in spare. And that's a beautiful scene. way to wrap it up. <laughs> was, okay. Oh, God. Did you have to wrap it up? <laughs> Okay, so a studio executive died mysteriously after uh, hanging out with these Hollywood bigwigs in the 1930s. I'll tell you all about it in the back lot coming up next on My Talk 1071.
Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you well i'm really excited don to be educated on some hollywood old hollywood history and i know that you've done your due diligence on the adventures of bradley and don i'm colleen lindstrom filling in for bradley with don who's getting ready to bring us on a historical adventure that's right to the back lot, it's time to go. Time to go to the back lot. It's the lot that is in the back of a movie studio. To the back lot, it's time to go. Won't you join us in the back lot? We're meeting Bradley and Don in the back lot. Let's go. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Thank you, Rocco, for that opening. We have to talk about a guy named Thomas Ince. Do you know who that is? I do not know who that is. Okay, a lot of people don't. And I didn't before I was looking up Hollywood scandals. He basically started the Hollywood studio system. Okay, so he's a big deal. He is a big deal, but his life was cut short because he was mysteriously dead after going on a yacht trip with uh, William Randolph Hearst. So has let's get he into talked that. to Natalie Wood? Uh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I exactly. mean. Okay, so this is way back in like 1918. Um, he actually, his father was uh, a vaudeville actor. He performed on Broadway at 15 years old. His mother was a comic opera singer. Which I'm like, I didn't know they had those back then. I Let's would go to opera. <laughs> I know. If it was funny. I know. If it meant to be funny, I should say. Exactly. Sorry I, to people who love opera. I know no, it's no. not funny. It's very serious. Yes, it is. But sometimes we need some levity in our life. Mm-hmm. And apparently that existed back then. Okay. So um, so he actually started the... He was with a small independent film company in 1910. Um and then he basically started the company that became MGM. He mm. sold his production company and the whole studio system and like, you know, lots and set everything that was in the open there. He started all of that. That's amazing. So he started uh, and then sold it to, you know, Metro Goldwyn Mayer, mm-hmm. his company. And then he also started Paramount and okay. sold that. So then the third So he company, was doing okay financially is what I'm getting from you. He yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um he was really sitting fine and he was only, you know, very young when this happened. So um he decides to take a little trip for his forty second birthday. Okay, so he's young. Yeah, young, you know. So forty second birthday, he went on a yacht with William Randolph Hearst, as we all know, he was really weird. Okay, and... wait, I need to know him better. Ooh. Tell me more about William Randolph Hearst. Ooh, um, he was a huge newspaper con- 
Oh, okay. Columbia yes, guy, yes, right? yes. Okay. Hearst, yeah. And okay. He, he controlled a like lot publishing. of publishing. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. Then yes, he, I am now familiar. Right. So if you watch like the Gilded Age and things like yeah. that, he's a really big wig guy who was just very rich and controlled everything. Okay. So what what I'm hearing here is like same as it ever was. Rich people gonna rich and they're gonna rich together, and they're just like two really high powered mm-hmm. uh, people. Getting on a a boat together. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. It's Other, not a boat. It's a yacht. It's a yacht. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to be on that yacht. Like, right? not for the murder, but. No. <laughs> just want to see what but the maybe. decor was like. Maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. He goes on a trip and invites um a few other people uh to note uh, Marion Davies, who back in the day, of course, was a huge silent film star, and Charlie Chaplin. Now, Hearst was reportedly seeing Marion Davies. They were having an affair. Mm. Okay. So she was also apparently having an affair with Charlie Chaplin. Okay. And word on the she street. She was very busy. Yes. Word on the street is that he walked in on Charlie Chaplin, Hearst did, with ah. Marion Davies. And things got heated. Uh, Thomas Yeah, Ince, that probably didn't go over very well. Right. Thomas Ince came in the room, and somehow a gun was fired, and then Thomas Ince was shot. So he aimed... He, so what we also learn here is that Hearst had poor aim. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he probably wasn't going for... He wasn't. Ince. He was trying to he was shoot going Charlie for Chaplin. Chaplin. Yeah, that's the word. Okay, on so the bury the lead. Like Charlie Chaplin almost got shot on a yacht. Yeah, exactly. So then it was like, oh no, what are we going to do? He's been shot. So they go to port, and I guess they get him to a doctor, maybe, but things don't work out. So oh. they send him home with indigestion. Okay, I'm. I have so many questions <laughs> because I feel like we lost about seven steps in between. So did the like the doctor was like, "Well, this isn't going to end well." Just it's like a secret take doctor. Him home. Yeah, yeah, one of those Hollywood like, secret doctors. Is, Got we, it. We, you know, we've been paid off, and uh, yeah. So so he goes home, and you know, he doesn't make it. He wakes up dead. He wakes up dead the next day, and then it's like, ooh, we need to cremate this guy immediately, which is what they did. because that's my next question, because if he's died of indigestion, which, I mean, that's a problem, right? Like, I don't want to talk about that. But then there would be still a gunshot wound. Yeah. So they had to cover their tracks on that. The body wouldn't have been moved from the yacht or the person, you know, in modern times. But this is the time. where I mean, not that this doesn't happen now. Things are covered up. But it was a little bit easier to get away with stuff like this. So um, so he's removed from the yacht. He goes home and um, he's cremated because they don't want any evidence of this, obviously. So it just so happens that. Um, his wife ends up getting this big chunk of money mm-hmm. that will make her not have to worry about money for the rest of her life. Right. And she was already doing okay. Cause she was already married yeah. to the person who basically yeah. made but, MGM and Paramount. But the thing is, is that the next company he started, he was going to turn around right away and sell again. And that wasn't Ooh. doing well. So Ooh. it was kind of failing. So they weren't okay. really in a great place. So she needed money. Okay. And so this is, just the rumors 
like anyone's going to come after for me for talking about things that are in yeah. the books and things like that. But so basically she was paid off and then there were also other people on the yacht and those Wait, other was people, she on the yacht too? I don't believe she was. Okay. Cause... Okay. So she just, he comes home from the yacht trip and yeah. it's like, I have a tummy ache and I've been shot. <laughs> and I've also been shot, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, but don't, because we don't want Hearst to come after us and peep the police to. That would have been a really bad yeah. situation. And people's reputations would have been ruined even more than they already ended mm-hmm. up in the future, like Charlie Chaplin, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we've got that. And then you've got the problem of other people on the boat. Right. So other people on the boat who were witnesses ended up, they don't name them because they're not people that in Hollywood history anybody would know about, but several people ended up with long-term, like lifelong contracts at movie studios so that they could work forever. That was their payment for being quiet. Wow. So... I mean, there's a story for are they, you. Were they, I mean, and none of them are people that we, that are familiar to us. Like, they didn't make it big. They probably just showed up in a lot of yeah, they old just, Hollywood. It's like, okay, you know, you see, they just ended up working, like, I don't know. Just forever. Just, it's just oh, this lifelong contract. Yeah. So, you know, this is something that I hadn't heard about before. Um, so, some people are saying... Um, there, you know, there are the allegations of this cover-up after his death, and then I want some, this movie. Yeah, why? somebody make this into a movie, exactly, yeah. or a documentary on mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah, you're seeing, you know, a million... no, I don't trust Netflix anymore. Put it on Hulu right, because of or Max. I, I, I'm still next, injured. We're going to talk about that. Next. Yeah, we're going to talk about that coming up next. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, why do we need to see a million Ted Bundy? Stories. Yes, thank you. I want this. I want this. Yes. This is like, this should be a movie. And right? Maybe it has been at some point, and I'm just not aware. Um, but it's no, been I've written about never, in books. I've never, ever heard this story before. But it does, I mean, it all smells of old Hollywood, right? It like, does. it's just like, you know, this kind of stuff happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, anytime you have Hearst involved in, I mean, you know, this is the. Uh, going on down the line, Patty Hearst and right. the Hearst family. Well, and he's for sure could have kept a lid on the story anyway, right? Yeah. Like just to begin with. Um, so he already had the power to kind of bend the story anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it wasn't like a small yacht because there was a doctor, uh, the yacht doctor who um, signed the I death release that of. was um, that he had heart issues. He was extremely ill. This uh, doctor, mm. Dr. Goodman, He's not a good man. He's not a good man. <laughs> More like Dr. Liar. Yes. Um, so then he was just like apparently taken off. So they, they arrived in Los Angeles. He's taken off to Del Mar. He was treated at a hotel. And then it's like, uh-oh, we need to call your wife because, well, he can't hear us right now because he's yes, fast. He's but um, he died on November 19th. And Oh, um, my gosh. Yes. So um, there was a headline that ran in the New York Times and oh, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Times that said movie producer shot on Hearst yacht and then they disappeared. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is fascinating. It is. So but then I'm now. OK, if I had an assignment for you, Don, and I don't know that you could do this because this is old stuff, but I'd want to know, like, how did who informed that that 
journalist. Was, right, because right? The, yeah, somebody did. Yes. Like a, like a yacht maid. And then what happened to that person? Exactly, because remember, Hearst owned newspapers. So yeah. it was like the newspaper... I mean, when you think of like Citizen Kane and all of that stuff going yeah. on, same time period, same people, you know, just so it's like the newspapers were this competitive newspaper. It was pushing that story. Yes. And then Hearst came along with his newspapers and they were like, no, 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 nothing to see here. That's not true. Right. It's false. You know, so. That is fascinating. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that entire story I'd never heard before. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so we need to see if there's ever been a movie. If you know of a movie about yeah. this and we just don't know the name of it from, I don't know, the 70s or something. Yeah. Let us know. You yeah. can always email us. We actually have a working email now. Oh, that's exciting. Did months. it take a while? Oh. Okay, so. Anyway, uh, Colleen really wants to talk about her anger towards Netflix. Um, something uh, happened, yeah. actually didn't happen last night for yeah, her. Yeah, and it's still not happening. Yeah. And we're talking yeah. about the finale of Love is Blind. Yeah. Okay, that's coming up next. Okay, well, we need to tie something up on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley. Dawn, uh, you just educated us on an old Hollywood story, and we were saying, like, is there a movie of this thing? And apparently yeah. there is. Yes. Um, Mike? Yeah, we just had a caller call in and say uh, The Cat's Meow from tw- uh, 2001. Okay. It's got Kirsten Dunst in it. <gasps> oh. And, uh, yeah. Some... See, I knew there was, there's was. there been... St- so many movies. Okay, just, just so FYI, when you Google it, you should say movie because yeah. I, I, I'm getting a lot of cat information, which I'm happy about. Don't get me oh, wrong, wow. but okay, movie. Uh, Carrie Elway's oh, yeah. is in it. Okay, interesting. And is that say look at the uh, oh. fateful excursion on the fun and frolic aboard William Randolph Hearst private yacht in I November don't... of 1924. Peter like there Bog... was a lot of fun and frolic. No. Peter Bogdanovich uh, directed it, who is famous for working with Orson Welles, and he did a. Bi- I actually read his uh, the the uh, biography of Orson Welles. Ah, uh-huh. Peter Bogdanovich's biography. Um, also, Eddie Izzard plays uh, Charlie Chaplin in Ooh. this movie. What, how can we? Jennifer wonder... Tilly is in it. Wow! I know this is a great cast. Wow! Okay, okay. I'm going to be thank watching you, that caller. at some point this week. Thank, thank you, you, caller. So much for what was the us caller's know. name? I didn't catch your name. Okay, okay well, thank, thank you, you caller, person. <laughs> Thanks, <Human>. lady. <laughs> um, I'm in a mood today, mm-hmm. uh, so I won't be watching this on Netflix. No, I am boycotting. I'm not going to boycott Netflix, <laughs> but I am mad at Netflix right now because did, did you guys hear what happened? I heard. I saw an article and then you came in going high. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So 
all I'm actually going to start the story when I was in New York for spring break with my daughter. Yeah. We went to uh, a live uh, Today Show taping. Oh, my gosh. That's right. She wanted to do so that. So fun, right? Yeah. Like, super fun. But Nick Lachey was there. And he told them on the Today Show, we are going to do something that's never been done before. Love is Blind season four, the reunion show, is going to happen live. And I said... What? Okay. I'm very excited about this because you never know what will happen during a live show, right? Yeah. Like you, they, they can't edit out the drama. Mm-hmm. So people might misbehave. And I wanted to see that, which we know from in the past, a lot of misbehaving yes. and Nick Lachey has yes. had to tell contestants back off. Yes. So I'm ready for this, right? And it's happening last night on Sunday night. I like cleared the schedule, the family schedule. I was like, I don't care what I anybody, you don't need me at this time. I'm shutting the door. Yeah. Like I will be in front of a television. I don't want to hear anybody. I'm changing my name from mom. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what the new name is. So I'm not responding. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got that. So I get, I turn on. You're so excited. I'm so excited. I turn on the Netflix and I live show happening now and I click it. And then all I get is this like red circle, just circling, circling, circling. And, and I'm like, like, well, oh, surely, okay. surely there's yeah. something wrong with my mm-hmm. Internet. And then and then I get a message from Netflix. Uh, we're having problems right now. So then I do what everybody does. And I go to Twitter and I do. I And I oh, everybody's having a problem. OK, well, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. It'll it'll come back. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm trying this for a solid like half hour. Then Netflix posts uh, an update for us um, on Twitter. And it says to everyone who stayed up late, woke up early, gave up their Sunday afternoon. We are incredibly sorry that the Love is Blind live reunion did not turn out as we had planned. You mean it didn't turn out at all because I'm not watching it. it. But here's the thing that's frustrating is some people were able to watch it once it got started. Okay. And they're like tweeting about it. So there's spoilers <gasps> everywhere, no! which is just rude. Super rude. They don't know other people can't watch it. They don't know that other people. Well, they, or maybe they do and they just feel really important. So no. anyway, they say we're filming it now. We'll have it on Netflix as soon as humanly possible. Again, thank you. And uh, sorry, which I, I found to be kind of mocking. So I... Replied to that tweet. <laughs> Hi, pro tip. Don't heavily promote something you can't deliver. Bye. <laughs> and that reply is easily the most viral tweet I've ever. I almost Tell said it, a bad word. No, how many <laughs> tweeted? Retweet? What's the past tense of tweet? It's not what I almost said. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it has been viewed 178,000 times. What? 69 retweets, 5,557 likes. <gasps> I'm like, but I just was speaking the truth. Oh, my Netflix, God. you did us dirty. That was so rude. How do you, how does that happen? How does it happen whenever you have a major streamer and right? you know it's going to be popular? What does it take? I'm not a tech person, but why don't you have the capacity to well, deliver? And they've done it only one other time. And that was Chris Rock's uh, comedy show. And that went without a hitch. Like, it went well. So what happened this time? Like, were you not ready? Was the technology not working? Did... What happened? I don't understand what happened. Well, Netflix did then tweet out um, a little bit later. 
that the Love is Blind reunion show will be available globally at 12 p.m. Pacific time on April 17th. And then they said, promise. Okay, well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to do math today. And so I wasn't interested in figuring out like what time that actually was. So yeah, I get it. what I'm trying to do right now is see if it is indeed up because it's inconvenient for a lot of people. They're in the middle yes. of their work day. That's the afternoon. Yeah, it still isn't up. So I think it's supposed to be up within the next eight minutes. Correct. Yep. And believe you me. You need to go. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. I yeah, I might. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. I'm going to wait until I'm home on my couch with yeah, all my creature what, comforts, mm-hmm. and I can just like be together with my friends. They're not my friends, but I. But if this thing doesn't go in eight minutes, I, I'm just saying fans are rabid right now, and they Netflix are. should duck and cover. They are. Did you watch this series at I, all? I did. I watched the first two seasons, and um, there was somebody uh, that made me so angry mm-hmm. that I couldn't watch it again. Do you remember is, who it was? Well, Shake. Oh, do you want to? And Deep D. Do you want, Deep, do you want uh, me to show you something? Uh, Deep yeah, D. Deep D. Oh, my gosh. This guy was the most the the worst. Worst villain ever. Uh-huh. And I, so I started watching Love is Blind Japan, which is delightful. And then I just got stuck on Japanese shows. I love that journey for you. And then Korean shows. I love that journey for you. So now I'm learning Japanese because Love is Blind sucks. Well, and it, you know, so that's like, there's a success story in there. I'm trying to show you something. I the girl with the real curly hair. And oh gosh, she was so beautiful, but. That's me and Deep D. Oh my God. In New York, because when Nick Lachey was there, they were doing the Love is Blind experience. Oh, right. On the like on the they street, a, yes, and they had like a you could sit in the pods, yeah. And I'm I roll up to the pods, and I'm like, I don't care about the pods, but I care about Deep D, who's literally right next to me. She's an angel. So I got weird, and I took a picture. But can I give you another hot she tip? She expects it because she's out there to promote, the right? Thing. Yeah, it's and she's lovely. Aww. And do you want to know something about Shake? What he went to vet school here in the Twin Cities. Did. Yes. And I have it on good authority, and I'm not going to say how, that he's always been a little bit of a jerk. He's the worst. Yeah. Like, I know that it's for public. I know how reality show casting works, you know? Right. That they have to create a storyline and characters, and you are asked to be like, will you, you know, will you be mean? Yeah. Will you turn on your former, like, you have to have villains, the and thing he was the villain. Oh, he super was. The thing that's so sad about it, though, is that, that there are people, I mean, there are people who were on that show in other seasons yeah. who are still married. Yeah. Right? So there there are people who are there authentically and have, like, made an actual match. Mm-hmm. And how frustrating would it be if you were a person who rolled the dice and then ended up with a person who really was awful? Yeah. And you were there for the same reason, maybe. To get to marry somebody, to marry I don't know. someone, right? And it's it, yeah. That's know, I, the that's the sad thing about the show. I do like. I love the concept. Obviously, I just loved the uh, Love Is Blind Japan so much because the level of. Um, you said you tried to watch it and you were bored. I just got bored really quickly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, the, the dating rituals are so different. Yes. that I'm fascinated by it, and the level of like, um, it's just a different level of procedures and things you need to do protocol and i'm fascinated by that yeah we're very casual in our culture and it's a lot different in in other cultures but you can watch love is blind in like 
all the different oh, countries. Right. Oh, like okay. there's so many of them. I'm gonna have to get back into it, but just another country. Well, I, you know what? I'm gonna update you in about five minutes about whether or not we're gonna get <laughs> perfect. We're this gonna be reunion back. show. Um, yeah, stay tuned to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, more fun coming up next.